Hey. Hey. What's this guy's name, Andy? Uh, the Passion Hi-Fi. Passion Hi-Fi. It's nice. Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Sitting in with us, we got Mr. Petey Steele. What? Petey Steele. Three guys on. I'm going to show you some Passion Hi-Fi. 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 Excuse me. If you're out there, Passion, you want me to spit on some of this shit, you let me know, I man. think he's British. Uh, British? not bad. Uh, he has a SoundCloud page where you can download all his free beats. Oh, shit. All the ones we've used are, are in his free beat uh, download page. This is, you notice this, that's how the foreign exchange got together. He's yeah. got uh, he's got stuff that's for sale too. Nicolay putting stuff on on um, the OK Player web message board and Fonte seeing the beats and was like emailed him, hey, can I put some can I put some tracks, put lay some bars over your beats? Bars. Yeah. You want bars? I got them. Years, <laughs> Years later. Well, I'll I'll send you the link to this guy's page. You can just. Do that's, it yourself. That, yeah, that's perfect. Cut him it's out. Free. Yeah, <laughs> cut out the middle. The cut out the, the man. primary man. Yeah, the man. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Three Guys On. How are you all? Hey, it's summer, sort of. It's sort it's of not literally, but it's basically summer. It's My Memorial people are Day. at the pool right now. My son's spots are kicking up, so it's are summer. Coming? Oh, this yeah. podcast is going out on Memorial Day, actually. Monday. Yes. Yes. Hope you're barbecuing. What is the barbecue day for Memorial Day? Shouldn't it be the Sunday? I think that Sunday. way you're off on the Monday. Monday is the relaxation. That's what I think. But they're talking about barbecuing Monday. I'm like, depends how many adult beverages you're talking about. It's gonna be a lot. <laughs> it always is right a now. lot. But <laughs> tell you that right now. I might actually go to the pool Monday and just sit. I don't like. I'm the, going to work. They got a discount on dollar bills. Yeah. Fuck that. A time and a half. I fixed my uh, schedule so I got one thing to do Monday morning for an hour and I'm done. You know, people ask you gonna train? I ain't train nobody. Got your mind. <laughs> go go. Um, go are people? Do people? I mean, I guess even Gym's on Memorial open, Day, people yeah. come in. People are hardcore enough. Yeah, they come in. Yeah, <laughs> they come in. I gotta work out. out. I gotta work out. Yeah. But here's here's the line of logic. I want to work out, and then I'm gonna go eat a lot. Yep. Because if I work out, then yeah. that way I'll make I'll, that way I'll have space. I don't to offset. Eat. It. Well, I guess no, you know no. that too. <laughs> no. Since you know you're gonna eat a lot, you're like, well, let me at least get a workout in to yeah. offset something. Yeah. You know, it doesn't work. Work extra hard in the gym. You it can eat extra work. hard. A client of mine told me that today. She went to see the NAS play last night. Yeah. She had three of them big ass beers. I said, okay, what that means is you had six. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Right. But they were light beers. Whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, light cigarettes. Did you have light nachos too? Because you told me you had nachos. Were they light? There's no light nachos. They, <laughs> they don't make those. They don't make that. That's not even a thing. The Sparta me light. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they do that. Light nachos and light hot dogs. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> at the ball at the ballpark. No, on those days you just have to say, you know what? This I'm doing is, this. I'm just going. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to own it. it. I'm going for it. No big deal. I do it. I do it all the time. It's not the end of the world. (laughs) I do it all the time. You know? And then I get on the treadmill, put on that Southpaw soundtrack, crank up that beast, and get to running with sprints. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a motherfucking beast. And just get to running. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking motherfucking beast. That's something I never understood about like cigarettes and people would do reduction plans. And I'm like, you know, I'm just not going to work out, admit I like smoking, and smoke half a pack to a pack a day. Why <laughs> bullshit, you know? 
<laughs> you're gonna die. Yeah, yeah you're gonna die. <laughs> That's young. why I stopped again for yeah. the gonna, umpteenth time. You're gonna die. Oh, you've you've quit a bunch of times. Yeah. The thing about smoking cigarettes is that the minute you stop smoking, your body starts to snap back almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Your body starts to heal itself. Yeah. Every time you smoke a cigarette, you're damaging your body. Oh yeah. When you it's stop, great. your body starts to heal itself. Like so, I stop, it helps my comedy in a way because my voice gets better. Like it's less gruff, and I can mm-hmm. do more of my singing and shit on your stage body and to all heal that. Itself. Yeah. 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 So what uh what is the what what triggers you to smoke again? Is it stress? It's I think a little of a few things. It's well, you stress. Deal, you deal with whack doodles, so do, don't that make you do. want to go out yeah. to go out back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to this crackhead again. Let me go outside. You know what? And then go outside. I pick gotta a, pick take a, a break. Yeah. I, I do deal with mentally ill people all day and it definitely takes its toll. Um that being said Randolph called them whack doodles. I, yes I did. <laughs> New word. <laughs> I'm mad at you, but about that, but I'll say this: like it just, um, I enjoy it. I just there's something about it, and, and the e-cigarette thing never worked for me. Like I have yeah. to know I'm killing myself. I gotta feel that fucking smoke. Yeah, see that cherry burning. You know, it it just. If you I don't could know. see how intense your face looks right now. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pete's about to step out in a, for a I, minute. I so. just love it, but I, I haven't done it now in like a month. I, and I stopped making quit dates because I noticed with me, like, if I stop for a year, sometimes I'll try to celebrate with a cigarette, and I've even made a joke out of that, yeah. and then I'm full-blown again. Like right I like to sit on my balcony yeah. in that chair right there. Yeah. I said, well, you got to come and do that with me one Sunday. Yeah. Sit on the balcony on Sunday. Enabler. I smoke, I smoke a cigar. Cigars are fine, but just and not I, And I have a drink, not and me. I just I turn my music on. I have a little jam box. Oh, your neighbor hates that. They, I know. I'm glad. <laughs> and I just stare off into nothingness. I look right in her direction too. I just stare off right. into nothingness. I just like to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it just, just. Well, there was a- no one bothers me. My wife doesn't come out there and jack with me. Abel will come out for a minute and then she'll go back in. And she'll well, come back that out. one time you burned her with a cigar to make. Well, her yeah, leave. I was like, get the fuck out of here, yeah. kid! And well, she I was sent like, you Daddy. the link of that old black veteran that's like 110 that smokes a cigar and drinks bourbon every day. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. you get to that point. <laughs> and grill steaks, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, you get to that point. You know, eat bacon. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah. eat all uh, the bacon. <laughs> you yeah, know, drink bacon grease. You get to that point. Yeah. PD uh, opened for. Uh, Bob Kelly, yes, at the Draft did. House. How did you like it? Four shows. I meant to send you an email, and I didn't. Something came up, and I was like, I got to I gotta text Petey, and I just never did. How'd that go? Oh, How did you like I it? Was, I know you told us that you really liked it. That was, was your fantastic. first time. That was the first really time hosting in. at the Draft House main stage, and I mean, it's another kind of beast you know i mean andy told me before about how like weekend funny's a lot different than like wednesday you know, funny. wednesday funny yeah and it held true um you know you get people that are there to pay their money they want to see a show they want to laugh but then on the other hand they're there for the main guy they're yeah. there for you your context is different an afterthought in yeah. a sense um i mean i got some people that came out for me and supported me um, but yeah, it's, it's just a new thing. And then when you add the extra stuff of like picking up the guy from the hotel and then driving yeah, yeah. him down, that's another thing that kind of, especially the first night, because you're like, oh shit, 
I gotta be cool. I gotta like do this right. You <laughs> I gotta know? put on cologne. I gotta like I, I don't ever wear cologne. He wears some serious fucking cologne. Oh, really? Bob Kelly. Oh yeah. yeah, man. Cool water. You can smell that. Cool shit. water. <laughs> shit. You know. Um the thing is though, you get in that car, I mean you try you get there when the club tells you. They're like, okay, six fifteen. And then I call Bob Kelly down from the hotel and he's like Hello, Petey. He's like, give me about 10 minutes, okay? And I'm like, okay, but the club said. He's like, yeah, I'll be right yeah, down, you know? And cool. then they, they build in, they build that extra time in. And I didn't know how I was going to react, but then he came into the car and he's just like, I thought when you were calling, it was a joke. Like you were pranking me. He's like, your voice is too serious, man. You got to like work <laughs> on it, shit like that. But he's totally cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's a good guy. Um, Very open. He's a big cigar guy. Yeah. Uh, and he built a whole shed. He was showing me like his iPhone movie of like some shed in his backyard he built all by himself in Brooklyn where he like restored a humidor in it and everything strictly for the cigars and then did all the interior, the drywall, all that shit by himself. I mean, it's pretty mm-hmm. intense. He's an intense dude. And then I actually went ahead and read about him like in his previous life and he's been sober a long time too and stuff. So I can yeah. kind of see how we got along and had some stuff in common. Did you uh, Did you talk to him about that? Like, no. Talk about his prison sentence? No, because I, I didn't know that about him until after the weekend. Then, yeah. then I went back and did more homework, and then I was like, oh, shit. Like, that I'm just like you, Bob. Conversation. Bobby? <laughs> but he was cool. He said, come up, hit him up in New York, you know, maybe he do his it. podcast, yeah, all that. So I'd, I'd be glad to do it. Should definitely Speaking of that, it. you also yeah. did the Black Eye Tips podcast last week. I sure did. Yeah. Uh, big. That's been a big couple weeks. Shout out to Rod. That, it has Peter been a Steel. big, yeah, that was one week yeah. that week, yeah. that whole week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are going to do the Super Friends link up. Yeah. I told Andy, uh, Rod just sent us a text. I died. Um, he, they're going to be in town next week. They're in town. Rotten Canyon. Yeah, so can't wait. To, I'm trying to figure out what's the best way for us to do it. Obviously well, next Saturday, but what's the best way can, for us? Yeah. I think it's for us to go to us them. Us to go to them or... You meet us over there. Have Haywood meet us over there. We can't put all of those people on the I podcast. I know. That's though. that's the one thing is like how many can we Five is too comfortably many. put? Two of us and two of them is fine. Yeah, I think right, so. five. We've had five on the podcast before. It's a little much. It can be a mess. Um, although it can be managed. Six, yeah. we've never even attempted six. Yeah. Or rotate it. Maybe me and Haywood, the sock puppets, could make appearances the within thing. the podcast, weave in and even out. Even if we were all just kind of hanging around together. I, I, yeah, I say we just... That's, we can get too ambitious. We just have a podcast. Yeah, just do yeah. whatever happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will just that'll be fine. I think the thing is you know? to go to, just to go to them. It's probably easier to go to them because they have to be in DC. Yeah. So, hey. so to bring them here and then take them back. You know, yeah. Bob traffic. Kelly puts eight people on his podcast at yeah, a no, time, it can and, be it, a, and it can be a mess. It, but you know what? It's so funny because that week, it's the this loser podcast that I'm not even going to name out in New York went ahead and critiqued. His podcast for yeah. the same reason, saying, "Oh yeah, yeah there's, there's too a podcast many people. that critiques other podcasts." Is that is that a thing? No, no. They just it was just this one episode okay. and this one stupid broad on it, you <laughs> know, who comes on from time to time. I know, I know, who, I know. It wasn't a Beige Phillips show because he he brings people on, so yeah. it wasn't that. And. <laughs> They just went off saying, oh, yeah, it's so stupid. And then there was like a gay guy on there saying like, oh, yeah, the kind of stuff they talk, like they've got to be like a little homophobic, making all these baseless charges. And that was probably their Bob most popular. not homophobic. Not at all. <laughs> and it was such a baseless. He's as homophobic as we are. You're right. <laughs> 
Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We say stuff like that. Problematic. Like, problematic. Problematic, but whatever. Every time and I put a tweet up, uh, Lambert will put gay. gay. <laughs> That's a comment. Like I put a thing where I was running to running the beast today. Gay. <laughs> so I, I tweet back, yes, honey. What you, <laughs> I was like, yes, honey. Gay. <laughs> I think my favorite instance of like problematic homophobia in the most recent context, there was a stand roast battle between Nick Mullen and Caitlin Bailey. And Luis Gomez brought up Nick and he says, like, I love Nick with all my heart. So, like, you'll just have to accept it when I call him a faggot or whatever. <laughs> and then Nick comes up there so and Nick's like, I'm the faggot, you know. And so they're going back and forth. And Caitlin says something like, I can fit all of Nick's accomplishments in a jar. And Nick's like, it had to be a pretty big jar. Is it your pussy and the crowd goes ah nick's like yeah the faggot baby the faggot. <laughs> that was just priceless that's crazy <laughs> that's pretty good when did roast battles become the shit i saw somebody challenging somebody to a roast battle Locally. on a thread that was going to talk about boxing <laughs> i was going to comment on the thread i got telling just one of jesse revis's boxing threads and I got pulled. He he tagged me on. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll comment yeah. on it. And I'm reading the comments. I'm like, I'm not getting in this horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, we're we're gonna have a challenge you to a roast battle. I'm like, what? <laughs> why, roast battle? Why would? Well, it's that's kind of a trend anyway. There's the roast battle. It's a there's a show in L. A. That that does roast all the time. Is now in New York. They take it on the road. Yeah. yeah. So that's something that just is a part of comedy now. But yeah, yeah. Now like, it's like you know, you know, black people have been doing this for years. Yeah. We used to call it Jonin or snapping. The dozens, depending on what yep. what section of country you live yep. in. Well, it's not like the, the roast battle in LA was is started by a black guys. Not it's, yeah. It's not like I, someone took that, but um, it's just a part of uh, the mentality of comics now. Like, oh, we got a problem. Let's roast. But roast battles are uh, well, not battles, but roasts originally were for people that you liked. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it's like some kind of weird you got yeah. served bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, like Pete Bookbauer was on his. Did you see that Facebook yeah. the other day? And some kid said, "Oh yeah, some newbie." Like, "Oh, I want to do a roast battle with you." And he's like, "I'm not even friends with them on Facebook." So if you ask again, just tell him I said no or yeah. something, you know. And I was like, "Yo, how do you roast somebody you don't know and that isn't yeah. famous?" I get me one thing: I might not have met somebody, but if they're famous, yeah, there's shit out there. But yeah, how many times can you say? I don't know you. You don't get gigs. You're not funny. Like that's every joke. You don't. You don't know anything else about him. You can't even point to other parts of his life because you've never seen the guy other than a, a, some Facebook thread. It's just it logistically it makes no sense for two comics who don't know each other to have a roast battle. That oh, by the way, the crowd doesn't know either. Yeah, you know. So I guess that's just what people do now. It's, it's just like it's like let's do it. Let's fucking have a dance off. <laughs> it's just a comedy version of a dance off. <laughs> It's it's you got served with with jokes. Yeah, clowns versus crumps. Yeah, let's do so it. it's that thing too. It's just it's just it's permeated now comedy to have roasting as as part of it. But all that shit is distractions, though, to some degree. I mean, I think if it's at the level of like a stand thing, you know, you have to be kind of established as a stand up anyway to go and like be up on stage there. But the local right. circuit of it is just corny. It's I don't think it's developing any. Real skill it's just or a, a different kind of show to do. It's just yeah. let's do something different. Tonight. Yeah, that's Instead everything. Everything is like let's do this show. Let's do that show. I'm like, are you doing the comedy part of the show? Because that's let's, let's all get drunk. More important to me than anything else. 
Yeah. <laughs> this is the comedy part of the show. But, I mean, I got like an I idea now, for a theme show. How about like 15 comics that can just slay? Yeah, well, that's, well, hey, slow down now. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> let's let's just not get let's not get intense, too intense, you know. So you know. Well, I, 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 if someone challenged me to a roast battle, I'd probably just on principle say no. Yeah. Because that's not what roasts really are. Yeah. You know, it's not a battle. I don't want to get into a battle if it's if it's a fun thing between you and friends. Right. I'm f- I'm fine with that. Or if it's like I mean I did the roast of Dan Snyder, which was a theme show. Yeah, I remember you that. Know? And then I roasted Dan Snyder. That's that's but cool. Just some like some, get into a Facebook argument, and then the guys that's like meet me outside at three o'clock type shit. Right. It's like let's fight. Yeah. yeah. Let's really fight. Get your jokes. best five minutes together, and we'll put yeah, fucking yeah. five hundred dollars on the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. working on sixty. I'm not working on five. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You but, know, I'm, I'm still working on. I'm working on sixty all the time. I'm working on sixty. I'm not working on five. But yeah, you working on five? There's this yeah. weird, like, you know, there's this weird thing of. of it takes uh, me ten just to get loose. <laughs> <laughs> the inmates are starting to run the asylum a bit in DC, and like, like, try to set things up to be competitive in a way that's not really. Cohesive to the yeah. whole structure. It don't matter literally yeah. at all. So, you know? but roasts can be fun. I, I mean, roasts. I, I like good jokes and roasts. If, uh, if it's a good roast joke, you know, I appreciate that. But just the fucking oh, you disagree with me about Trump? Let's roast. You know, <laughs> yeah. that sounds so stupid to yeah. me. Because then, like, even like the roast battle, you're going to do the roast at some fucking bar show on a Tuesday, right? That's what you're going to do. Because that's all you have access to if you're a new comic. And then you have to explain to the crowd, okay, these people, these two guys have a problem with each other because one of them likes Trump and one right. of them doesn't. And then, so now we decide, so you have to give a bunch the whole of concept. audience that don't know either one of these people. Yeah, ex- and the then audience- a bunch of comics that might know it, but in turn, they're people you don't want to know because they give a fuck about the shit. That's what I think. The guy that right. challenged Pete Buckbauer. To yeah. a, a, they had a disagreement on rape jokes. Oh, that's what this was about on a, okay. on a Facebook thread. So then it turned into <laughs> like it's like, well, let's just fucking roast let's it out. Roast man. it out. Let's roast it out. It's like, what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense to me. That, but that's you know. the end now. That's the end it, now. Well, maybe it is the the challenge. We've had a we've had a disagreement on rape jokes. So therefore, we have to roast. I'm going to talk shit about your beard. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say you were unemployed or some shit. Is that, is that what of, we're uh, doing? I'm going to make you look like a rapist, dude. Yeah. yeah. Is that what we're doing now? I mean, okay, I guess. <laughs> I mean. It's just, just the whole idea of the challenge. Like, you know, let's have a winner-take-all challenge. Winner-take-all roast, baby. Winner-take-all what? Like, well, winner-take-the-door. I've what? seen that. Let's have a five-minute-off. Uh, <laughs> Get your best five. Yeah, a five-off. best five together and then, like, the winner takes the door between my crew and your crew kind of shit. Like, this, I don't, it, none of that computes for me. No. None of that. What are we here for? We're here for the crowd to make them laugh with our jokes. We're not here to fucking uh, Most arm of these guys don't have, like, a knuckle game, so the end result's going to look like <laughs> That's, the, That is the greatest way I've ever heard of game. fighting. A knuckle game. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that one yet. I'm going to start using it. Honestly, like, it's going to look like the <laughs> Beat It video. Like, two crews just sitting in the back while, like, the guy from New York Undercover and the other dude, like, dance, <laughs> do si doing, you know, it's swinging the, around. It's the guy from New York Undercover <laughs> and the guy whose acting career ended before New York Undercover. Undercover. Who never got his shot? Yeah, the other guy, <laughs> the guy who's L.A. undercover now. He picked it, beat it. <laughs> right? Hollywood undercover. And he's fucking Haiti undercover. <laughs> no one watches that show. 
He peaked it, beat it. <laughs> the other guy probably got typecast for a while. You know, he probably would, every, every time he went for a role, they were like, "Can you dance with a knife?" <laughs> and he had to overcome that. But years later, ten years later, he got a TV show. He was on New York Undercover. New, he York, did Undercover. New York Undercover for the whole time was on, and he ain't been in shit since. Nope. Nope. For like five, six years though, he yeah. had he yeah. overcame, beat it. Uh, yeah, the I other think guy. he had a couple cameos in the original Miami Vice. I'm, yeah, and he's a guy that you see sometimes pop yeah, up and shit. He's I'm in the background his somewhere. Name. Uh, but the other guy, the other guy from the Beta video, who uh, the none black guy, none, I guess. Yeah, he. Uh, I haven't seen him in anything. He's, he's the guy who was dancing yeah. against him. Yeah, you haven't seen him because he's dead. <laughs> he might have died. <laughs> really? No, he, no, he did, did die. die. That guy. He is died. Bob. The, well, let me think of the name. The two guys have tied their hands together. Google, yes, Google, the right. choreographer of the beaded video. Was he the choreographer? He's the choreographer. That's you know how I know this because my wife knows him because he's a very famous choreographer. He choreographed Thriller. He choreographed that. He choreographed a lot of videos. And then that he died. It, that has, well, he he got the monster guy. Michael Peters. The monster got him. Okay, Michael so. Peters. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, so if he had AIDS, he might have actually been on Haiti undercover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible that he went to Haiti. Somebody, Michael, just, somebody just sent us a lot of hearts on that <laughs> part of okay. on the 4H crew. Yeah. Michael Douglas Peters. <laughs> um, he very, was from Brooklyn, New York. He died. Famous choreographer. He died in '94 at age 46. Yeah, um, the monster got him. Peters was born in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. I guess back before Son it was a uh, hipster yeah. neighborhood. Um, Jewish mom to an African American father, Jewish mother. Okay, who is so. this sending us all these hearts? Comment. Tell me who you are sending us all Major these hearts. Breakthrough choreography for Donna Summers. Okay, right, love right, the love you, baby. Right, yeah, yeah. Peters right. died in L.A. of an AIDS-related illness. The monster got him. Oh wow, he staged Love Is a Battlefield too, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Lionel Richie's Hello. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was great choreography in Hello. Yeah, he's in Dude, Hello. Come on, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the a dance cameo instructor. He has a cameo. Yeah, right. It is. I really love that people can't oh, stop talking about the choreography. Hey, man. Bar- uh, Marby's, and hey, Andy, say hello to Barbie Ingle. Barbie's. Hey, sister. what's going on, Barbie? <laughs> hey, Barb. Babs. There you go. Barbie Ingle. Barbie Ingle. Who was a Facebook friend? How are you, Barbie? I'm waiting on you to do another show. She said, Hi, guys. I'm waiting on you to do another show so I can fly out to AZ and make some people laugh. Quit playing. Get them shows going. Yeah. You look great, by the way. I'm glad that um, yeah, everything you're going, everything you're going through is is working out for you. You know, if she doesn't put you on a show, you can just roast her. I will roast her. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a roast battle. <laughs> yeah, and the monster got him, and that's what. Well, yeah. he choreographed Dream Girls too. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I didn't and I, know that was a play. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he man. got a Tony. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. He, oh, he, he won a Tony for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like I said, I knew that because my wife, my wife knows. Yeah, anytime he shared a, a it with Michael Bennett. Pops up in a video. She's like, "Well, that, this person was choreographer. That person dance with Alvin Ailey. I mean, this guy was the deal." Michael Peters. All right, Chad. We're just going. Hey, Chatty, what's happening, baby? We were just talking about you a little while ago. How you Chad feeling? Chad is man? online. Good. Chad is watching us. Tanya Chad. just joined in. Randolph is doing Facebook live. Thanks we had, we have to let the, the listeners know born. what's going on because it's it's odd that yeah. all these people just came in. Facebook living. Yeah, everybody. to the listeners. So <laughs> you know, my little brother is in. Mark Todd. Damien's in. Ryan Finch is in. You know, I don't know if they're still in, but I know they joined. Uh, Tay, uh, Petey, you just got a yo-yo Petey Steele from Tanya. Tanya's, oh, what up, baby? Tanya sent us an email. We'll get to Tanya's email later. Yeah, you just let me know. You just let me know, Barbie, and I'm, I'm come, I'll definitely come back through for you. Just let me know. She says you're doing a music video release in September, then back to comedy. Just let us know. I'll come through. All that right. was a great time in Arizona. What uh, happened to Arizona? 
I did a gig. I, I did a gig there. Me and um, Big Al. Oh, nice. Did a gig Good one. It was weird because my grandmother had just passed away. So I flew from here to Arizona, did the gig, and then flew from Arizona back here for like a day, and then the next day flew to Texas. Okay. And then you did like a tight 20 at the funeral? Did a tight 20 at the funeral. Yeah. I did do that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did. Did, they did, did it rival his eulogy for his bro? Yeah. No, it wasn't quite that good. But yeah. All right, funeral roast. <laughs> Let's go to a funeral and roast that each other. Flame. So open, up, open up this casket. Let me see this old lady. <laughs> I'm better at funeral sets than you are. It's roast. Roast time, baby. Roast it out. <laughs> Let's roast it out. You thought Inferno was after death. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It was all right, though. You want to read Tanya's uh, email? Uh, we'll get to it a little bit later. Uh, I don't How get many it. did we get? We just got a, we got that, and someone sent us a World Star video, which is like five minutes long. It's What's a, it, what is it? It's one of those is it a, judge. Is it a black man fighting? No, no, it's, no fi- it's oh. not a fight. It's a judge show <laughs> clip. I don't know how old it is, but we might get to that maybe on Thursday's episode. A judge show clip. I saw a judge show clip recently. It was Judy, right? And I think it was this uh, one wasn't Judy. This was one of the others. One of the non-Judies. It's Judy and the rest. As far as judge wow. shows go, used to be Judge, judge Wapner in the yeah. rest. Yeah, People's Court. People's then it was, bump, then it was bump, Judge bump, Joe, bump, Judge bump, Joe bump. Brown in the rest. Judge Joe Brown. Well, Judy was before Joe Brown, right? Yeah, she'd yeah. been around for it. Yeah. Well, remember Judge Mills Lane, the boxing referee, yeah, last, Tyson. Yeah. That yeah, didn't. Yeah. Stare. Let's get it on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that didn't last. And then Judy took over. She's got like one of the most watched shows on TV. It's like fifteen million a year, or something crazy yeah. like that. And her, then her husband had one. Her for husband. A quick minute. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Judge Judy's husband. Judge Mr. Judy. The other Shinelin. Yeah, I remember he had one. And he wasn't, there was no charisma. No, she's good on TV. That's the thing for her. She's We're loving that. these hearts, Barbie. We're loving these hearts. Oh, is it Barbie that's giving us the hearts? Yeah, she's giving us hearts. No one else is giving us hearts? I no. mean, that's, uh, you're, you said your little brother was on? He's not giving yeah, us hearts. No, so. no, no hearts. <laughs> no hearts. My brother, ain't that a bitch? I'm on a money icon. Somebody want to send what'd me like th- a, y'all think a of, euro uh, dollar? What y'all think of uh, LeBron? Six, six. You gotta uh, get on, Mike. You're off, Mike. What y'all think of LeBron? Six. This is like his six straight finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his six straight. So James Jones also six straight finals. Um, by the way, we're recording on Saturday before Game Six of the oh, Thunder. Uh, Chad says something about Texas Justice. I remember that show. Texas Justice. Yeah, we do it Texas style. I'm sending <laughs> you to wrestle a rattlesnake. Uh, Maddie, Lit- Maddie just came in. He said, "How does he give hearts?" Maddie Litwack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought Maddie's not even on Facebook. How does he even get on no, Facebook? He's back on. On, are you back on Facebook? Yeah. I guess he's back on Facebook. And Facebook just told us that we're a conversation starter. We got ten comments so far, so we're starting. Oh, good. Starting nice. conversation. Where will we provoke thought? You know, and then we get unfriended. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's going to happen. All the day. <laughs> At some point. Bar- now, now, Manny and Barbie are now talking to each other in the comment field. Oh shit! What's the debate? Tap. Just telling him how to tap. The, how to how do, do heart. Oh, how to do heart. Yeah. Tap the heart icon. I'm gonna check the comment Marty, field. You're in physics. What the fuck, guy? I'm gonna give us some hearts myself <laughs> in a second if I know how to if I know how to do it. Cause yeah, and Andy though. Klein just joined. Yeah, I have joined. <laughs> um, I just Barbie. gave us some hearts. I'm giving us uh, all kinds of hearts. Yeah, he's raining hearts. Andy is raining yeah. hearts on us. I'm king of hearts. <laughs> Is this entertaining at all for our listeners? Probably. Probably not. For our listeners, for new listeners coming in, probably Mm. not. Um, Mm. The hearts explode like little fireworks. Yes, they do. On the screen. 
They explode and then they go to the they explode and then they go to the left. Yeah. All right. Michael, Mike B just came in. And and Petey's doing the thumbs up, right? Is that you, yeah. Petey? Yeah, and that's me now. I just Everybody's looking for something uh-huh. to do. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> let's, let's uh I mean We are going to do a us podcast. Surfing Facebook can't be entertaining for are going people to who aren't podcast. literally right here right now. I think we are doing a podcast, Andy. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know about the listeners. I don't know. Yeah. I'm worried about the listeners. Yeah, we all we all worry about the listeners. So what's right. up with you, Mike? How you feeling? Okay, our our ten fans. We're going to turn this off because it's uh it's becoming a problem. Yeah, well, I'm until a, I can get a stand and just set the shit up while we do it. And you can right. watch us while we just do watch it. us. Somebody just sent us a smiley face. That's that's uh. That must be Piggy doing that. Is that you, Piggy, doing that? Mm-mm. No, no, no. I just sent a comment. Yeah, it was like a, it was like the the uh, sh- the shocked smiley face. You know, the shocked smiley face, the one that's like, oh, uh, yeah. oh my, no, he didn't. Thanks, Barbie. We will try to have fun. <laughs> have a great podcast, everybody. Sending us have a great podcast. Uh, we are about to be out. Uh, thank you guys for for uh, all the hearts. We appreciate them, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah. I miss those guys already. I miss them. <laughs> hmm. Oh, you got the uh, the feed now up mm-hmm. on your Facebook mm-hmm. page. Yeah, we should get some kind of stand. That definitely would help. Yeah, I gotta. <clears throat> I gotta. I'll probably have to just walk into a store one day, look at yeah, in the Sprint store, and see what I can find. Well, you can try the Radio Shack by my place, but they don't have anything. Yeah, how are they still in business? I don't know. They don't have anything. <laughs> They've been closing yeah. stores too. Yeah, yeah they went. That they're bankrupt. like a, they're like a drug. Drug dealer or something front shit like that, thing, like that. Yeah. just a front. Fence, yeah, there's no reason for them to be there. I have a radio shack that I can walk to. Yeah, and I if I need like a little cable or a battery, or, or if something. you need a Texas Instruments calculator, right? They're, so exactly. yeah. they're the yeah. one place selling though. <laughs> it's one of those spots where you only go for one thing. Well, that's the thing they do have, like especially for podcasts. If I need like some kind yeah. of cable, a splitter of, of some kind. There's a good chance they have it, right? Yeah, and I can just. They walk also over. have a shitty keyboard that you can use, right? Casio, <laughs> shitty case, Casio keyboard. Hey, did you ever want to play samba? <laughs> now you can push the samba button. Just, the samba just go button. to the guitar center. They got all my shit. They got all that shit too, mm-hmm. but it's further away. For me, I can just I can literally it's a one minute walk. Now, here's the problem shack. with guitar center too. I walk in there, I might walk out carrying a new bass that yeah. I don't. Yeah, because yeah. it'll be marked they down. They got nice yeah, shit. That I don't need. I, oh, it's a fretless jazz bass huh? I think I was thinking about taking a fretless jazz <laughs> yeah. I saw a thousand dollar guitar that was marked down to 600 and I was like yeah, oh man put that on layaway and they got oh. layaway too oh man see I know my voice is my biggest currency so I'm never buying shit unless it has to do with that <laughs> recording so, equipment yeah I could never do a shopping spree in guitar center <laughs> I could easily walk, I, as soon as I walk in there I walk right to the bass section I'm like, oh, let me go over this bass section can I help you I'm just looking just looking and they price match, which is nice too. Yeah. I go in there with some Amazon, say, "Yo, this is twenty bucks cheaper." They're like, "All right, no yeah. problem, whatever." Yeah, none of these prices are real. <laughs> <laughs> we just charge whatever we want, yep. whatever we think we can get. So, what yeah. do y'all think of LeBron now, man? With that, well, before we do that, real quick, uh, since the game six is tonight, Thunder yeah. at uh, Warriors at Thunder. Predictions? The Warriors are done. I think so, too. You think it ends in six or seven? I think it ends tonight. I, I think, think it ends, ends tonight. I think if it goes to seven, the Warriors win. If it goes to seven, uh, yeah, they'll win. That's it. They'll, they'll they, get they're not going to win on the road. Yeah. Um, there's a certain – I was talking to actually Becca last night about this because she's, she's she's a big, big basketball, basketball fan. fan yeah. um, the Warriors have lost some of that swag that they had. Swag. Swag. Mm-hmm. 
Swag. They're, you know, they're not. You know when uh, they lost it? When um, two things. When um, Curry sat for for a minute with his injury. They mm-hmm. liked Warriors. And Draymond Green kicking people. Yeah. Well, Those he's been flailing things. a lot. He flails anyway, but. He means to kick people, man. I know. That's I what I'm saying. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. No, that's he what I'm saying. He means to do it. You yeah. can't say, well, that's what I always do. Well, yeah. you always do shit wrong. Yeah, well, then yeah. you've been doing it. You yeah. mean to kick people, man. I always do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think. Um, and from there on out, they've been all down. I think something you can tell their body language. Mm-hmm. They're complaining mm-hmm. more after a missed mm-hmm. shot or a call. Like, you know, Curry misses a three, and he's like complaining to someone. Like yeah. you just miss, a, you just miss a shot, which he's never really yeah. done. Uh, yeah. But um, he's not taking his two thousand shots a week or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. he may not be. I don't it think could he be throwing is. his rhythm completely off because he's trying to save his knee. Well, for remember the game. Steve Kerr said the injury to his knee is not getting. Worse, but it's not getting better. Get better. I think, but he's getting better until he takes off. Well, he's been able to explode, yeah, but not on command. If you basically. focus on winning seventy-three games and beating a record like that, you know you're gonna hurt in the fucking post. Well, I think it's. That's a, I think it's. Uh, I was telling Beck. I think it's if if they lose in the conference finals, that's worse than 07 Patriots. I mean, this is that level yeah. of because the Patriots got to the Super Bowl yeah. right. and had the lead with like thirty seconds left. Yeah. They had mm-hmm. the lead late. They almost could have, should have, would have won that game. The Warriors won't even get to the finals, most likely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they do, maybe maybe they pull it out and win. Yeah. Or you can say it kind of. It's if you don't want to use the Patriots, the Seahawks. They had the one Super Bowl they won. The next year they were good, but then they kind of weren't as good late in the year, and then they wound up losing the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, some bullshit! Yeah. At, but they peaked at the wrong time. Like the yeah. Warriors peaked at the wrong time. Yeah, I don't know. Some their body language are just Warriors just are not, a great team, but they're also young. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing about the body language. They're they're young dudes, man. Yeah, and now they, they might pull it out too. Also, they're, they're, they're think, capable of. Oh yeah, of raining, I think Oklahoma City raining shots down matches up very well. With By them. the way, you've all already heard. The, you've yeah. already all seen the game. So, well, unless there's a game seven, it's tonight. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma City matches up very well because they have versatile big men that that Draymond Green can't take advantage of by pulling yeah. them outside of Baca yeah. and Durant or kicking them in the balls. Yeah, <laughs> you got yeah. yeah. But Ibaka they and Durant the can fuck out of yeah, his ball. Locked him. Oh, I was, I was just, I was just following through. God just damn, following through man. On shot. And he probably could rationalize it a little better after some of Stephen Adams' recent comments. You know, that's that's what I. That's the first thing I thought. I said, "Yeah, you mean to tell me that the guy who called him and his teammates monkeys? He just happened to kick him in the balls. He just happened to kick him. Here's what was happening. He didn't mean to kick him in the balls, but he meant to kick him. Yep. Yeah, you know, I can tell you that oh, yeah. shit. He." Oh, Oh, yeah. meant to kick him. He doesn't mean to kick him in the balls. He just got overzealous. That's <laughs> yeah, how. he was like aiming for the stomach or something. He yeah. didn't think he would hit him in the balls. He <laughs> fucking went right up between. That, I teach people to kick people. That's how you kick. That's how yep. you're supposed to kick someone wow. in the ball. You don't kick him with your foot. You Textbook. kick him with your shit, yeah, and you go you through, just a go through the nutmeg. Him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Jesus wow. Christ. And then every, and I love listening to everybody say, well, he didn't really kick him in the butt. He didn't really. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Of course he did. You yeah. mean to tell me he just he just happened to kick the dude who called him and his boy monkeys? Well, also. He just had to do that. We're not talking about why he meant to call them monkeys or what he meant. He just, he called the monkeys and he just, come on, so man. He's it. also a professional athlete who's known for his athleticism. He's in control of his limbs. They're not just flailing he, around. He tried that bullshit. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't have the core strength. What? I don't have the core strength. <laughs> what? What does that you mean? You don't have the core That's strength. That's all you have. <laughs> what? You don't have the mental strength. What? Come on, man. You don't have the restraint. You <laughs> right, come sir. Come on, man. 
<laughs> I know, I know a kick to the balls when I say they tried to kick a dude in the face the other day. Yeah. His legs <laughs> they just flail around. They just flail around. What are you gonna do? Happen to go right up at somebody's face. Yeah. You know, the ba- basketball player, best body control of, of a lot of athletes, yeah. <laughs> just on paper. No, it's true. They're talking about it like a tentacles or something, you know? <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah. I think OKC matches up very well against them, too. Like, they present problems to the Warriors that other teams don't. Or they can handle the Warriors' problems, you know? So, I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, LeBron and I guess the I guess the And Cavs, the rest. The Cavs will beat OKC. I think so. Would they beat Golden State? That I don't know. I think Golden State is a victim of a bad matchup. I don't know. I think they could beat the Cavs. I I thought so previously. Now I'm not certain. Yeah. Either way, it's irrelevant. I like to think about the the Cavs without all the weight being on LeBron. Not not that he can't. They're way better. Well, carry the weight, but because he's um, you know, he has to wear himself down so much. You need him to be explosive. People forget all those minutes he's he's already racked onto his body. He racks more minutes onto onto himself than anybody else. Right. Plays all the time, you know. Plays Olympics. Plays, 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 and then he has to carry the team. Not through. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with Kevin Love last year, but I know well, Kyrie they didn't was, have Kyrie, Kyrie last year. So that's a huge so that's weight a, yeah. to have to carry. Also, now he doesn't have to carry no, that. No, he weight. doesn't. And he's exploding all over everybody fuck last yeah. night. It was fucking right. ridiculous. They were gelling like <laughs> shit. I mean, granted, it's night. Toronto, and Toronto the East isn't shit. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah. But I mean, but they're professional basketball. Players, yeah, and he was blowing by them. Fuck yeah, <laughs> blowing. Well, they by were. Them. They were done. Yeah, they had checked out. Blew up by quarter. him, exploding over him. He was jumping over people. Yeah, you know they just decided. So you know looks, what? We ain't gonna win, so we're just gonna fight. He looks fresh. <laughs> he looks really fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to how he's looked in previous seasons, he kind of looks like when he when he played with Miami and he had other guys to carry the load with him. You know, yeah. When he had Dwayne Wade there, who could carry the load. Haslam still had a little. You know, Haslam was still the Birdman. Mm-hmm. Do dirty. Yeah, bosh, the, the pedophile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he get a pedophile beef? Put he on? got a child porn beef. Oh, Birdman, yeah. yeah, basketball player. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, they said he was caught with a whole shit ton of child with porn. Yeah. Yep. Where there's one, there's two. Where there's two, there's four. Where there's four, there's a pedophile. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So was this recently? Because I'm not. This is five years ago or so. Five years ago. It was. It was a few years back. I thought for sure he was going to get some. Are real... he still in the league? Yeah, I think. I no, he didn't. He was that, this year. that couldn't have stuck then. Chris Anderson clears criminal charges after oh, falling. Oh, CPD victim. is spreading. Wait, spreading. this is just. Hold on. Uh, it, this might not be about that. This is on Bleacher Report from 2013. Chris Anderson clears criminal charges after falling victim to catfish scheme. Oh, despite winning the NBA championship with the Miami Heat last June, it's been a tumultuous, defamation-filled year for Chris Birdman Anderson. Um, okay, yeah, Chris Anderson found to have been victim of impersonator in child pornography. Ah, okay. Person, oh wow, impersonation okay. extortion case in Colorado. So there was a there was an ex, an imposter Birdman. Yeah. Hmm. Which then made him an angry Birdman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and rightfully so. And as soon as he so. became an angry Birdman, kids wanted to hang out with him, which was weird because he wasn't into kids. Well, my apologies to you, Birdman. I know you're still going to say "fuck me" and come for my head once you log off yeah. after this episode. But you'll, uh, you'll see the uh, you'll see the <laughs> mohawk over the water. 
<laughs> the rest of them will be underwater. Forgive me, though. I hear charges like that, and oftentimes, especially if you're only clocking two blocks a game, I just kind of write you off. I don't yeah, stick yeah. around for the verdict or anything. <laughs> um, well, he's only clocking two yeah. blocks a game because he's not fucking the kids no more. Gotta, he, where's he going to get his medicine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just not the same person. So, yeah, so uh, Birdman was cleared. <laughs> No child porn charges. I was going to say, he's still in the league. How can he still be in the league? Yeah, put they some, wouldn't let him back Put some league. respect on him. Other bird man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm, it's going to be Thunder Cavaliers. Yeah, that's what I Luckily think. Luckily for the league, and the Cavs it's not are Thunder win. Raptors. I think the Cavs 4-1 the Thunder. That's my prediction. Uh, I, don't, I think it'll go at least six. Think so? Yeah. If it's Cavs, if it's Cavs, Thunder, Cavs win. In my opinion. Definitely that. It's Cavs, Thunder, Cavs win. As long as they stay healthy, keep playing the way they're playing, Cavs win. And and LeBron gives you another MVP. Did you see? I want to pull it up. Did you see the video of the sports guy arguing with the anchor because no. she uh, broke? What did a, she do? This is hilarious. Clearly, these two have fucked. Uh, is that that you oh oh, yeah i did see this shit yeah this is definitely an argument about something else that's going on he was doing highlight he's like a local sports guy on the local station and she had i guess mentioned something in his lead-in that he wanted to mention so he was salty about it hunter pence is the national league player of the week and the giants end up with a nine to six win uh we should tell you lebron james is going to star in Space Jam. Is he drunk? Well, we, we actually, oh, you. She mentioned, she mentioned the Space Jam news, which I think was supposed to be his. Oh, okay. Based on how he's acting, and he does sound yeah. drunk. Well, he looked to the right. First of all, he looks drunk. Yeah. yeah. And he looked to the right at her slurring. when he said Space Jam. Yeah, because I think he was mad that she stole his Yeah, she had already him. said. She scooped him she on the Space Jam. She said Space Jam. With a nine to six win. Uh, we should tell you LeBron James is going to star in Space Jam. Well, we do, we actually He's glaring oh, at her because I already read that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, how's Steph Curry's uh, knee? Uh, he's nursing it, and it's getting better. Mm-hmm. How long we've been friends? Twenty three years. I didn't know you were going to do Have it. Have you ever? And I'm going to say this with a smile. Ever heard me say right before you came on? There's an irrigation problem in Gilroy. You have to <laughs> talk to Kasim. He got you ever heard to- me say, "Oh, it's warm weather today"? Never. Look at I her face. I stay in my lane. Look, see the eye roll? See the eye roll she just did? He yeah. said, I stay, stay in my in lane. lane. Yeah. She's like, I should have never fucked that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what was I thinking? I got drunk. He yeah. got me drunk. Yeah. We yeah. had sex. He's drunk right now. He's, oh, he's <laughs> fucked up right now. He's hammered. Stay in your lane, he says. He's. By the way, he's... I, He's got like three more minutes of his sports report. <laughs> what happened to the Padres today, guy? <laughs> we don't know because you're getting here about fucking staying in your lane. For, to a friend to oh, do that. You got to talk to Cassine. Cassine. I like Cassine. Yeah. So don't try and pit me. Oh, against you know what that means. I like Cassine. What he left out was I dislike I you. Don't like you. Because yeah. I'm not going to go after Cassine because I like him, which means I'm going Fuck after you. you yeah. Which should tell you that I don't like you. You ain't uh, throwing him under the bus. Yeah, by the way, you're bad. Me do it. You're bad at sucking yeah. dick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> gave me that lovely script. And here's that. And it's hard for me to get mad. Catherine has stayed at my mother's home. Oh, shit. My shit. mother notes and stolen my material. Stolen apparently, my material. Apparently, she's taking care of his sick mother. 
Wow. Now, why why, why would a coworker take care of somebody's sick mother? Um, <laughs> there's a relationship there. There's something why going on. Why would a co just a coworker does that for you? Yeah. A coworker. Oh, that's uh-huh. the smile of fuck the cat's out of the bag. That yeah, look at the look on, on her face. Screen. She oh. is beside herself right now. Anyway, how is Curry's knee? Uh, improving. Okay, well. Hey, LeBron was very good in train wrecks. So this will be fun. Okay, I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, it's going to be great. He, they went to go see train wreck together. Yeah. They went to go see train wreck together. I'd be mad at Catherine, though. She's a good friend of my mom's, and there's going to come a time when uh, you have to choose between the love of your mother and your mother's <sighs> friends and the honor and dignity of Kron. We may have reached. Wow. Let it go. <laughs> Please. Okay, let me, let's do the story again then. In the last two minutes, Curry is still about the same, all right? He's got a sprained knee. Wow, he already compromised the honor and dignity of Kron. <laughs> that dude is salty, man. He's that was fantastic. He's hammered. Love He's hammered. That's some Ron Burgundy type shit. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Why yeah. are you awake? No. Wake up. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be nice to you because yeah, she's staying with scotch, my mom. Scotch, scotch, scotch. I love scotch. And- <laughs> me against the producer, well, Cassine. Well, he gave me that lovely script. And here's that. And it's hard for me to get mad. Lovely script. Catherine has stayed Viagra. at my mother's home. She's <laughs> written my mother notes. And stolen oh, my material. Shit. So how and, do I get and mad? Guess, and you know what? You know why else he's mad? Because his mama likes her more. Yep. Yeah. John was very good in train wreck, so this will be fun. Okay, I shouldn't have brought it up. They yeah. went to go see yeah, train wreck together. And Michael Jordan started Space Jam, as you earlier reported. I'm sorry. All right. Darn it. Hard to be mad at Catherine, though. She's a good friend of my mom's. And there's going to come a time <laughs> he, when... He uh, hates yeah, the fact that his mom likes her. Mother. He yep. hates that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> His mother is like, why didn't you marry her instead of that bitch you're with? That bitch you with. I picked a vixen that was 15 years younger to piss her off, and look what happened. (laughs) So fucking awkward. (laughs) He hates that. He hates that. Yeah, and she smells, too. (laughs) That fucking bitch. It's just so bizarre, like... I, I, it ain't that. I guess, it's not that moment. I get. Well, I'm saying like to just bring this out on air. I guess you. He's got to be drunk, but also he's been there long enough where he feels like this won't get him in trouble to go on live TV and do this shit. Have an argument, a petty argument with the girl that you banged a couple times. Maybe he thinks that like the people, the audience already knows they're fucking. Yeah, maybe like, prior to this episode. I wonder what their rapport's like. You know, prior to this for a long time. Yeah, maybe this is what they always do. This is San Diego, no? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's like Houston or something. Uh, K-R-O-N, Kron. Let me look it up. Because say it's some small town market where everybody tunes in for them. They see them at like benefit things. Everybody knows his mother. raise money for like a kid with leukemia (laughs) Mm -hmm, or something. And oh, they're there. And it's obvious that, you know, she's giving them the hire, you know, the whatever. I think it's Kron, K-R-O-N, 4. Okay. Yeah, Cron Forest. Um, yeah, Cron Forest. Confer- okay. Bay Area, San Bay Francisco. Area. Yeah. So it's a big town. It's not a small town. He's just salty. <laughs> Poor guy. She probably broke his heart. What's his name? I don't know. He's like the sports guy. I didn't even. I don't think the video even has his name on there. You oh, don't see me Gar- talking about Eric. It's like Gary Radnick. Gary's Gary's mailbag. Oh, Radnick answers viewers' Jesus. emails every Friday night with his wife Alicia Radnick. His wife, I guess that's still so, his wife. Oh shit! Boo, boo, boo. Oh, you know what? Maybe his wife is mad at her because 
this new woman is showing up at his mother's house all the time. Like, why is that bitch going to your mother's house? What's yeah, going on well, between you and her? Yeah, you know, baby. Yeah. I got myself in a little bit of a space jam, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Oh, you got to talk to Cassine. And this girl, yeah. Daria Folsom on it, is fucking smoking. Gave me that lovely script. Well, that's probably who he's fucking now. I hope so. Because he's better than all of them. Another reason why he's drunk, because he's just the sports anchor. Yeah. And she's the lead anchor. He's mad and drunk about that. But, like, why would you get offended? Or, I guess, maybe. Because it ain't about that. It's petty. Because oh she scooped me on Space Jam. It's not too? about. It's not about that. Like that doesn't. He was looking for a reason make or break to fight. Thing? She could have sat there quiet, and he would have said, "Hey, bitch, how come you ain't says shit? Right? You supposed to jump in right now? It wasn't about that. Yeah, it wasn't because uh, unless it's he about really his mama like her. <laughs> unless he really wanted to break that Space Jam story. Actually, Folsom's not that hot. I, I stand corrected. Oh, no, I got a close pictures. up. But that's the dude with her, right? Right there for Kronk. Gary. Yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world according to Gary. The world according to Gary. Yeah, man. He looks drunk in that picture. His face is all <laughs> yeah, red. red. It's like an Irishman. His face is all red. I love it. Drunk ass. Ugh. That was that was funny. You know what? <laughs> you know what? My mother likes you, so you're a friend. So yeah, I'm not going to be mean to you, but here I am being, mean, I am to being mean to you for four straight minutes, you know. Do you want to do an email? How many emails we got? We only got we got the one with that World Star video. And we got one from Tanya. We'll save the World Star for Thursday. Tanya's email was more uh, informative. Okay. Because um, we were talking last week about making wills and mm-hmm. all the little nuances. We were just talking about that off camera. Yeah, off camera, yeah, yeah, yeah. Off, off mic. Well, both, both. Um, so Tanya sent us some info on that. Let me pull it up. Here we go. Wills slash notary. Hey, guys. Regarding the discussion last Thursday's episode, side note, always great to hear SP1. Mm-hmm. I always uh, I always thought what Andy said was true. If you have no will but are married, everything goes to your spouse. But I just recently found out it depends on the state. Here in New York, if you're married but have no kids, that is the case. But if you do have one or more kids and you have no will, your spouse will get 50000 plus one half of your estate. The remainder will be divided among the kids, which is what I meant to say last week, actually. Mm-hmm. If you have both mm-hmm. kids and a spouse, there's a division, there's a calculation. I'm not sure what Virginia's is. Um, any property held jointly, or as Andy mentioned, anything where you designate a beneficiary, such as 401k, IRA, life insurance, et cetera, is not affected. One thing to note, for anything that does have a beneficiary designation, whomever you list it does, does stick regardless of your status. So if you get divorced or your circumstances change and you want to designate someone else, you must proactively make that change in your beneficiary. Now, I thought 401ks automatically did that when you got divorced if you didn't name one. If you didn't name a one on your 401k, it goes to your spouse automatically. Really? But, I don't um, know. But if you... Doesn't uh, it go to probate? Well, if you don't have a spouse. It, it it goes to your spouse if you're married. But I thought I read that if you don't have one named, it goes to your spouse. But then if you get divorced, they no longer have the right to that. Hmm. But I don't know. It's easy just to go name someone and avoid that whole problem. Uh, Tanya continues, this has probably been a very boring, but one last trivial note. Haywood mentioned notarizing a will. I'm a notary in New York State, and it's a little complicated. Directly notarizing a will is a big no-no. What what happens is hold on, what happens is the will is perfectly valid with the witnesses' signatures, usually three witnesses. What the notary does is to see the witnesses sign and checks their IDs to verify their identity. Then the notary will sign a separate affidavit document attached to the will package, attesting to the fact that the witnesses who were were who they said they were, and that they witnessed the signing. This is a protection from anyone yeah. who wants to contest the will on the grounds. This of is all true. False. 
Uh, and now you're all asleep and will never read one of my emails again. LOL. No. Love, love y'all. We need this type of information. Yeah, this is good. I actually just did says, this with my dad's shit. Remind your peeps to go see J.L. Covin on June 24th. J.L. JL's recording a CD on June 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the will thing. Yeah, you have to get like witnesses. It's all. It seems like it's. it's no, my old man. He's giving me a will right now. I'm yeah. getting everything, and he sent it all over to me. All his 401ks from TIA crap and everything. And I had Think to go about bumping him off now. Uh, <laughs> he's been retired, but I mean, he's got more money than he knows what to do with. So, like, mm-hmm. I had to go to my fucking secretary, who's a notary republic, and get him hooked on cigarettes, and then have him stamp it <laughs> and sign like a witness thing yeah. and all that, and then send it back to him. Then he's got to go to his notary republic yeah. to get this other thing signed and notarized. And then, there are bam. people that think you can just write no on a napkin. I want so and so to get yeah. this, yes, and put it in a drawer. That's not it. That doesn't work. You have to get if witnesses. You're listening. You can file it with your county as well, so that the court has a record of it. Uh, so you can literally, if you can't find the person's will, you can go to the court. They'll find it if they have it on file. But there's specific things that make it valid, or just a napkin, you know. So, anyway, thank you, Tanya. Tanya is a notary. Uh, if anyone needs notarizing services, hit up Tanya on Facebook if you need something notarized. Uh, that's the only email except for that judge uh, show video, which we may get to Thursday. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Three guys on at Gmail. If you guys want to email us, we'll most likely read we're your email. We know y'all on the show. Um, you can also tweet us, three guys on on Twitter. We sometimes reply. Yeah. What's our time? Yeah. Uh, fifty-three, fifty-four. Mm. I kind of want to talk to y'all about something that caught my eye today. That um, this guy wrote a thing about. Did I save the motherfucker? What was it? It was a story? Like a news article? It was It was just a guy had wrote a... I'll tell you what I did say was Black Uncles at the Cookout. I saved that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had wrote a thing. He just wrote a piece for Cracked Magazine. What is Cracked, Andy? The Mad kind it's like of... Mad Magazine. Yeah. yeah. It's not... I don't, I don't think it's that Cracked. I oh. think it's still that cracked, but if they don't do they do different things now on the internet. Six harsh truths that will make you a better person. Six six truths. Harsh truths. Harsh, harsh truths. I'll make you a better person. And um if it'll fucking load. This is one of those cracked articles that has like it's a list. No, this guy's this guy's these are pretty fucking good. <laughs> these are pretty fucking good. They weren't It'll fucking load. Where was it on uh, Facebook? Did you find it? Or I'll go to Cracked. I think somebody sent it to me. Okay. Yeah, I generally don't get to page two of a Cracked list because they always break them up. Yeah, this wasn't the list. I hate them. They have the page one is like the first three or four, then page two gives you the finale of the list. I got it. I loaded it. Here we go. It's got me on page two right now. It doesn't have me on page one. Let me see if that's... Want me to read it? That's what's... I'm trying to figure out the... Yeah, I'm sitting on fucking page two. I figured it out. Oh, okay. (laughs) I figured it out. Computers are hard. Feel free to stop reading this if your career is going great, you're thrilled with your life, and you're happy with your relationships. Enjoy the rest of your day, friend. This article is not for you. You're doing a great job. We're all proud of you. Um, for the rest of you, we'll just try something. This, this I thought, was, was very interesting. 
Name five impressive things about yourself. Write them down or just shout them out loud to the room. But here's the catch. You're not allowed to list anything you are, meaning I'm a nice guy, I'm honest. But instead, can only list things that you do. I won a national chess tournament. I make the best chili in Massachusetts, stuff like that. Which and, and you know some saying that, some that blurs. saying I won the best I make the best chili would be a subjective thing, right? But still, in all, that would be something that you could say. But also, you yeah. but something you are is I'm a great chili cook. So there's a right. This so there's a line. thing that you can say right. there. Say, no, I can. I'm a. So well, if you're regarded as that, other people are saying it too. Well, so well, hey, says, yeah, yeah, says, that's that's good. Says, don't say about man. You your chili's are, fucking good. You yeah. be specific. If you yeah. say I'm a good, I'm a nice guy, right? That's a general. Yeah. But, but my say, thing is like you got to convince people to believe in you. It ain't just about yeah. believing in yourself. Yeah. You know? yeah. Anybody and he's can like fucking five do that. things and five things. Everything's gonna be a list with this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess five is just a good a good yeah. a good number. A list within a list. It's you know? an even number. Yeah. Although it's odd. It's odd. If you found that difficult, well, this is for you, and you're not going to fucking hate hearing it. My five only defense is that I wish somebody had said this to me around 1995. I thought about it when I was reading. I said five things. Five things that, what is the criteria? Five things that. It's just five things. Name five impressive things about you. About impressive yourself. things about right. you. And it can't be, it, could, it has to be things that you do, not like, I'm tall. You know, like that well, would be. I can be. name one for you right now, just about you. What's that? If you, don't, you can do this. I can't do this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people can't do this. Right. And by saying, this, people, I'm pointing at our equipment. Right. <laughs> like, you can do this. Saying, I don't want to do that. I'm saying you can't say things <laughs> that just happen, you happen to be. Yeah, no. Like, yeah. I, I have. I'm tall. Yeah, right. You know, Andy like, Klein uh, can take pain. Yeah. <laughs> I have a high threshold for pain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. It has to be something he that. He does. He drinks grapefruit juice with no sugar in it. <laughs> White grapefruit juice. White grapefruit juice. Yeah, not you that know red what kind shit. of steel you have to have in your soul. Only time I ever ate straight grapefruit was the beat a hangover back in the day. <laughs> Grapefruit is delicious. I don't know what... You guys are the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and Courtney Farrington, uh, who has a whole bit about how grapefruit is terrible. Yes. But, yeah, I drink... I don't drink as much these days, but the the white grapefruit juice, right? which is... Um, you got to steal your soul to drink that shit. I don't know. I mean, I... Is lemon juice work? I can't drink lemon juice. I don't juice. drink lemon juice. Uh, I don't drink lemon juice. Right. So lemon juice is to me the steel. I'll of drink your soul. lemon juice if you got sugar in it. Right. <laughs> and water. But yeah. grapefruit juice Lemonade's is, is cool. much more flavorful. So okay, I can drink this is one of my things. There you go. I, I keep that industry alive <laughs> myself. Five things though. That's tough, right? Five things. Right? Yeah, I guess. I guess it depends on how I, you can cheat. You know what I mean? You can I cheat. You can parse it out into where like I know how to work this mixer, and then I can say I also know how to work this editing software. It's the same. Sh- it's well, the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, all I, of that goes together, though. Yeah, right. You can, you can. Maybe, maybe if you add the criteria, both something you and some other people give a fuck about. I can do a tight ten. I can do a tight twenty. Well, first, so, of, first of all, those, things. Are things, those are things. What you, but those are things, though. That's one and thing. and by the way, those in, well, no. Because a tight 10 and a tight 30 evolve different skills. But I, I, what I'm saying is I can make all five of the things on my list. Th- you that's could, cheating. but you wouldn't do that's that. That's cheating. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good Boy. cheater. <laughs> yeah, you go. That's one of the things on my <laughs> you list. Go. You wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that either, but that could be done. Yeah. You know. I'm pretty good at cheating on lists. I figured out where to put like, the could, chapstick on the scantron. I make the worst chili in Virginia. I thought about it. I was like, I could come up with five. I could come up with five things. <laughs> you know. All right, then uh, Then stop reading here. Is that what the- Yeah, I think so. Well, then he, he tells you basically the basic, the, the number six thing is that the world only cares about what it can get from you. 
Well, that's true. It's a oh, cynical it's view, but it's true. Yeah. He says, let's say the, the person you love the most has just been shot. He or she is lying in the street, bleeding and screaming. A guy rushes up and says, step aside. He looks over your loved one's bullet wound and pulls out a pocket knife. You ask, are you a doctor? He says, no. You know what you're doing, right? You're an old army medic or no. The guy becomes annoyed. He tells you he's a nice guy. He's honest. He's always on time. He tells you that he's a great son to his mother and he has a rich, full life full of fulfilling hobbies and he boasts that he, can, he never uses foul language. Mm-hmm. You ask him, why the fuck does that matter? <laughs> when line, I need someone who's how to operate on bullet wounds. Can you do that? And, and the man becomes agitated. Why are you being shallow and selfish? Do you not battle. care about any of his other good qualities? Yeah. This is like the Glenn Gary, Glenn Rossi, Alec Baldwin's he like quotes, nice guy. He quotes that Don't later. give a shit. He quotes that later. Good father, fuck you. He Go home and that. play with your kids. Yeah, he quotes yeah. that. If you want to know why society seems to shun you or what you, or what, why you seem to get no respect is because society is filled with people who need things. He has houses built, they need food to eat, and here's ours. They need entertainment. Yep. They and they don't notice the other sexual things about you. You arrived at the scene of that emergency holding your pocket knife by virtue of your birth. The moment you came into the world, you became part of a system designed purely to see the people's needs. We've talked about this. That yeah. Sometimes yeah. comics are kind of assholes when it comes to usurping others for bookings or being mm. extra persistent and pushy at clubs. Mm. And we're like, the club has to be annoyed by that guy. Mm. And they never are. No, they just book him, and it's fine. They they get comedy out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're like, I'm just I'm gonna make sure I'm respectful. I'm nice. I stay out of the staff's way. I don't mm-hmm. do this, and that never that never scores points. Yeah. It's just what you do on stage. So then you're like, that guy's a fucking dick. Why do they keep using yeah. that guy? Well, it's like the guy. I forget who his name is. He ran for president. I think he lost once, and then he later came back. And his next door neighbor didn't vote for him. And he was yeah. sitting there shoveling the snow. And he says, "Hey, you know, uh, had that election go? Oh, I saw you didn't win or whatever." And he says, "Hey, well, did you vote for me?" He says, "No." He says, "Why not?" He says, "You never asked me." <laughs> <laughs> You're going door to door in all these and black he neighborhoods. The, he puts the scene from the movie on Glenn Gary Gillen Ross. He said the hippies were wrong. Yeah. Where he says, though, you can't watch videos. It's the famous Alec Baldwin speech in, the, in Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Alec Baldwin's character, who you assume is the villain, addresses a room full of dudes and tears them a new asshole, telling them that they're all about to be fired unless they close the sales they've been assigned. Nice guy. I don't give a shit. shit. Good, Good father, father, fuck you. you. Go, Go home, home and, and play, play with your kids. kids. If you want to work here, close. close. The only thing that counts in this life is to get them to sign on the line which is dotted. You hear me, you fucking faggots? <laughs> <laughs> That's the line. It's, it's brutal, rude, and borderline sociopathic. And also, it is an honest and accurate expression of what the world is going to expect from you. Yep. The difference is that in the real world, people consider it so wrong to talk to you that way that they never decided it simply decide it's better to simply let you keep failing. Yeah. The the scene changed my life. I programmed my alarm. I obviously changed Peter's life because he's fucking uh, sitting here quoting it yeah. <laughs> without yeah. reading anything. Yeah. Alec Baldwin was nominated for an Oscar for that movie and that's the only scene he's in. Always be quoting. Yep. Yeah. Seven the genius minutes. of that speech is that half of the people who watch it think that the point of the scene is, wow, what must it be like to have such an asshole boss? And the other half think, fuck yes, let's go out and sell, sell some goddamn, goddamn real estate. estate. Uh. <laughs> He's right, though. That's in that business for that th- and for life. You got to close, baby. Yeah. You got to close when you're on stage doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Well, you can drop out of that and just live a, a life. And you can, not off the grid even, but you can just go do your own thing and not engage the world on that level right well, yeah you can if you're fine with it if you're if you choose to not engage the world right. the world be a part of this world the world doesn't see like the the the, uh, the whole idea with this so far is that 
you require the world to tell you when you're successful. Mm-hmm. You can tell. You can determine that for yourself. Well, what he's well, no, what he's saying is that you don't. The world. You don't re- have to require the world to tell you that you're successful in order to be successful. I, be- I believe that's what he's trying. He's trying to say. Well, he's saying that you have to provide something to but the you, world. Yes, but you need to understand right. that, that in success. order to be hashtag successful, you got to give the world something. That's right. In order to attract, I don't think I just don't like. I don't like him defining success for everyone because some people do think, you know what? I'm gonna live a quiet life, grow vegetables in my garden, right? Small house, not have to have the biggest TV or the nicest car. That's fine. And to me, that's successful. So for this guy to say. You have to provide something to the world to be successful. Is this guy yeah. dictate? Well, that's fine, but it's not necessarily the, the world. Level. Think about think about your wife. Okay, right. in order to be successful, your wife, you provide her something. Right. You have to. Yeah. That's why she's with you. She likes that I edit podcasts. There you go. That's <laughs> the thing. So it's not just it's not just work work thing. Well, it's, it's just period. It's you. It's self defined though. Period. Like if you want to, if you want to be married to somebody, male and female. You want to be married to somebody. You have to provide somebody so, right. something to somebody. You want to if you're if you're a guy and you, whatever reason, you always end up in the friend zone or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's because you don't provide what these people need. That's right. It doesn't necessarily have to be I'm nice monetary, guy. though. I'm a nice guy, mm-hmm. though. But that doesn't mean shit. But I, I'm respectful. Yeah, and none of that means anything. Whatever it is that you think... I texted her good morning. You're not doing. Yeah. You don't provide the thing, whatever it is. You're not providing it. And to me, it's it, for a lot of people, it's always like uh, monetary in relationships. But that ain't it. <laughs> that, no, that's no. That's not it. That's not it at all. But like I see, that's, that's an easy thing. I see Go what make Andy money. is saying though, and I think it's interesting because Boiler Room, that Ben Affleck speech, sort of expanded upon the Alec Baldwin speech, in which he also kind of gives him an out when he's like looking at all these Series Seven guys. And in this case, it's a little different because these are like guys that want to be brokers. They haven't taken their exam or anything yet. And he's trying to show him the ropes, but he says, listen, you're here to make millions of dollars. He says, you want summers off? Go teach second grade. You know, there's no shame in that. This shit is not for everybody. Right. And I agree, you know, you have to define what the hell success is for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to bring other people into the fray, the only way you're going to have like you know, an open, transparent playing board is to have these situations where you got to fucking perform. And, and that's just life, you know, to sell something to them. Right. And my thing is to go to the other extreme is you don't have to define success as providing anything to anyone. You know what I mean? It can just be right. you don't have to. you doing your own thing by yourself, you know, and so and that's completely valid, too. But who wants that? You know, like there are nobody in that. your life at all. There are people who want that. There are people who just fucking live a quiet life. How many? I wrote it. This not many. Well, you don't see them because they're 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 not living that yeah. life. And, and they are living. They are having. By them doing that, they have found success. They've just changed the parameters. They ain't even changed the parameters. Just success means this. They are the parameters. But understand, <laughs> if they're married, they're they're doing it. Yeah. You know, if, if they're in relationships with other people, they're doing it. Healthy relationship, healthy happy yeah. relationship. Unless you're living in a cave by yourself, some and people have don't no want relationships. Interactions with anybody. Yeah, you know, like a monk. Yeah, I have no trappings. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, a monk, <laughs> and he's perfectly happy. You, you know, think. that's what I'm saying. If you're living in some place just by yourself, are monks unhappy ever? Yes. I mean, are they like? <laughs> what am I doing? With some quit. Yes. I think eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, this is ridiculous. What the <laughs> some, fuck am I doing here? Some are extremely unhappy. Yeah. You know. Pray again? Jesus. <laughs> you know, they would they would have to be worse the What's the next one? Um I mean, a little bit of meditation goes a long way. You hear these business guys are getting into that shit now, too, yeah. you know? It does. It helps. It does Talk to Philippe stuff. about it. Yeah. I'm sure he's trying to push it on you. No, not at all. <laughs> I've seen his blogs about it and everything. <laughs> his meditation blogs? Yeah. I think he may have sized me up and said it isn't going to work for me. <laughs> yeah. Can't sell it to this hippie. Yeah. We only cares what he can get from you. Um, the hippies were wrong. That's the one about the Glengarry Gun Ross scene where he says, um, if you were in that room, some of you, somebody, wrote, a guy on the last psychi- psychiatrist blog wrote, if you were in that room, some of you would understand this as, as work, but feed off the energy of the message anyway. Welcome to Coach Cursing at you. This guy is awesome. While some of you would take it personally, this guy is a jerk. You have no right to talk to me like that. Or the standard mo- maneuver when narcissism is confronted with a greater power, quietly seethe and fantasize about finding information that would out him as a hypocrite. That's an excerpt from an insightful critique of hipsters and why they seem to have so much trouble getting jobs. It doesn't begin to do it justice, but I'll read it. The point is the difference between those two attitudes, uh, bitter versus motivated, largely determines whether or not you'll succeed in the world. For instance, some people want to respond to that speech with Tyler Durden's line from Fight Club, you're not your job. Well, right. but well, actually, you are. Granted, your job and your means of employment might not, might not be the same thing. That's important. Your job and your means of employment might not be the same thing. But in both cases, you're nothing more than the sum total of your useful skills. For instance, being a good mother is a job that requires a skill. It's something a person can do that is useful to other members of society, but make no mistake, your job, the useful thing you do for other people is all you are. Your job. There's a difference between having a job and having employment. One of my jobs is a father. You know, that's my job. If I fuck that up, Right. There's no telling what the ramifications of that will be. Stripper. You have any idea how much I think about that shit every day? I think about oh, that. Oh, I can believe every it. day. I'm like, I'm. This was wrong. That's why I'm signing up at the kid table. I'm like, Fuck did I that. did I hug her enough today? Or too much? I'm laying on the couch. She came over, hugged me to to look at me, and then she just wanders off. So I'm like, should I have grabbed her and hugged her? You know, you think right. that shit, right? <laughs> right. Know? Yeah, and then it's uh, because that's my job. Right. But, and also there's no one's grading you on that job. Right. <laughs> Eventually when she becomes yeah. a member of society and not just a member of this apartment, yeah. uh, the maybe the effects of that in. Yeah. will, the yeah. Gonna come in. So, you know, you'll get paid later is, is sort of, but that's the, I mean, this guy's kind of parsing it out. So, you know, employments and jobs are different. I don't think the Tyler Durden line was specifically Mm-hmm. He, he was talking about your employment, and so this guy is saying, "Well, he, your job's not your employment." That's not what Tyler Durden. Yeah, meant I mean, not be what Tyler Durden said, but that's he's what arguing, he's saying. He's creating a straw man. There's a reason why surgeons situation. get more respect than comedy writers. There's a reason mechanics get more respect than unemployed hipsters. There's a reason your job will become your label if your death makes the news and if a linebacker dies in murder suicide. Right. Tyler said, "You are not your job," but he also founded and ran a successful soap company and became the head of an international social and political movement. You know, he was a job. Think of this. Remember when Chick-fil-A came out against gay marriage and how despite the protests, the company continues to sell millions of sandwiches every day? It's not because the country agrees with them. It's because they do their job of making delicious sandwiches as well. They do make good sandwiches. They're very friendly. They are very friendly. And they're all white. 
Yeah. Well, no, they're white and black. They're just not foreigners. Yeah. They're all American. You don't have Chick-fil-A. to like it. I don't like it when it rains on my birthday. It rains anyway. Clouds form, participation happens. People have needs and thus assign value to the people who meet them. These are simple mechanisms of the universe. They don't respond to our wishes. Number four, what you produce does not have to make money, but it does have to benefit people. Let's try non-money-making examples so you don't get I disagree with that. that. Okay, what would you say? You can produce things for yourself to benefit you, unless people is includes you. People... People write books and never publish them. Again, People paint and never put it and put them in, a, in, a, in an attic. But they're doing something else too. Yeah, but actually, that bills. does benefit. They People. produce things, but that does benefit for their own. But benefit. that does benefit. Let's say, let's say you paint, right? And you just put your paintings in an attic, right? But that simple action of painting might stop you from picking up a rifle one day and shooting the shit out of people by by. This is your outlet that you need. But that's all speculative. It so, might, it might not. This whole thing is speculative, though. No, he's saying, and that is he's a, saying that as is a rule, a you, yeah. it, it's, it must, what you do must benefit but others. I'm saying that through that speculation, it does benefit people. Again, going back to being a father. It might benefit I people. do a decent job, just a half-assed decent job of raising a child. If I can just get her to be polite, that benefits, that benefits society as a, as a whole. We've all been we've all seen a child that's an asshole. Yep, that's right. that's hellish <laughs> when you're around a child that's an asshole. It's not a good time for anybody. But as my job of being a father, if I can drill into my daughter to be polite, I've just benefited society. I've benefited people around me in a non-tangible way, but in a tangible way. I think producing mm-hmm. things for yourself uh, with no regard for society's benefit of it is something people do all the time. I and believe that too, but me. I don't think you must. You you must produce for the benefit. But of me others. hitting me, uh, working out production keeps me from harming others. Let's say it like that. Right. It keeps but, me from being. But you're still loading it up which with benefits. With with speculative benefits. Let's say someone just wants to to paint something because it benefits them only. It has nothing to do with them shooting up a school or anything. It's just. They just enjoy it. It's an outlet. No, I'm saying that that outlet helps you be a better person, which benefits society. I think it could have no benefit. I don't. It's helping me be a, be a better person is speculative. I could be the same person with it, or without it. I don't think it's it. speculative. I think helping you be a better person benefits society. I don't see that as a speculation. No, no, no. I'm saying like painting a picture and putting it in an attic might have no bearing on the person I am. It might just for, be something I like to do for What me. I'm saying is you painting that picture and putting right. it in the attic yeah. Just a simple action of you painting that picture makes you a better person. You, Andy Klein, sitting on your couch playing guitar, right, has no value at all. But come it on, does, but it does have value because it <laughs> makes you better, which makes you which makes you better a better cog in the society. But the line in the article said it's it is of no benefit unless it benefits the world, right? But it does have no. It said what you produce does not have to make money, but it does have to benefit people. What you produce by playing that guitar doesn't make any money, but it does benefit people. I don't think, but it's not something that you give to people, my disagreement but it makes is, you better. It doesn't have to. That's my, my disagreement. You can do things with no purpose and just do them. It doesn't See, have to benefit And that's the difference between you and I, because anyone. the thing you're doing does benefit. It just doesn't seem like it benefits because there's no... 
just by making you better, that's a benefit. But if it fulfills you, that's then a benefit. you don't have to be some maniac the next day because that's you got something you well, can go there's... home to. You could say, I'm Andy Klein, that's and a I might have had a hard day, but now I'm going to go play the goddamn guitar. I'm, I'm going to play guitar. feel good. I'm not going to get into an argument It's not a binary. It's not a... I'm going to send my wife out to work mad It's not a now. maniac versus not maniac. It's not a binary thing. Right. No, yeah. I agree it's not binary, but it still makes you a little better on the spectrum. It just makes spectrum. you better. Being a better person is a, is a better thing. Is a benefit to people around you, and it's a benefit to the society that you live in. It makes if you, you better, strive to be better. It makes you, know? you better, arguably. I'm saying it doesn't. I don't believe. It's, I don't make believe it's an better. argument. I do believe it's a fact. I don't believe it's an argument. I believe anything you do that's that is positive. That's a positive drive for. I believe uh, sitting on a couch doing nothing. And I'm not talking like a one-off or a two-off or right. this is my Sunday and I'm going to sit out here and smoke cigars. I'm talking just as a lifestyle right. versus getting up a couple times a week and working out. That couple times a week getting up and working out makes you better. Yep. That's not an abstract thing for me. That's a that's an unarguable that's fact, a demonstrable to me. fact to me. It, that makes you better. Uh, exercising your mind by sitting down and playing guitar makes you better. Reading books makes you better. All these things make you better. I don't believe that they're not demonstrable. I believe I believe that they are. I believe that you can you can easily say that made that guy better. Gardening, sitting in a garden, oh. a couple hours a week, and just working a garden. If this is your right. thing, and that's what you do, just working in a garden in your fucking backyard, right? Makes you better. Yeah. All those. My things only point make is those better. things are not tangible. They're intangible. No, but There's I no don't scoreboard on that. And that's so, what, and that was what, um, what you're saying is what you produce does not have to make money. There's no scoreboard on that because those things don't. Do, but but they, it has to benefit society. They do. <laughs> that's that's my that's my sticking point. It's the difference between sit, sitting on a sitting on a couch and just being a schlub. Right. Has no benefit to What Andy. if it makes you a better person? What if you need to veg out? It, it may. I doubt it because it's going to cause, because it's going to bring about health problems that are going to be a drain on everything around you. Well, wait, let's sit on the couch and be in a schlub. But what if you're engaged in like a really enriching movie that like. I'm not talking about that. Okay, you just just mean like doing nothing. Even just sitting on the couch and just detaching from your mind when you watch. I sit down, I watch some some old kung fu movie. Right. I'm not thinking. Right. That benefits. Yeah. That's a benefit. I agree. But just having the life of. um, But if that's all you do. I'm just going to be a slum. I'm going to sit in my basement. I'm going to eat these ring dings. (laughs) And I'm not. Okay, yeah, that's of no benefit to nobody. Um, it could be. What You're, if what if that stops him from being a maniac? Could be. It also could be that what if that gives you gets you the fucking gout, <laughs> and now society has to take care of you because you get your foot cut off. Well, even the person who does you know, who sits and plays guitar can get the gout. That doesn't change. That's that's true. The gout. That <laughs> the gouts. Dug out. <laughs> you get the get the gout. So it's, that's true. It's like you can so it's you a, can move a goalpost a, on you know, what they're giving to society versus what they're taking from society on every situation. That's my point. It, the guy sitting on the couch, vegging out because he has a stressful job, and now he just wants to literally sit quietly. Yeah, but I don't see anything. I don't see anything. That, that could be hit the same benefit to him. That thing, though, is beneficial. I'm not talking about. I'm literally not talking about that person because I understand that person. It's like the person who who marries the dumb girl, and people say, right. "What does he get from that dumb girl?" He's not looking for intellectual. He doesn't have to think when he's with the dumb girl. Right. Yeah. That's what he gets from the dumb girl. That's right. right. So she's a benefit. Let's see what was the next one. What the fuck happened? Did it crash? No, 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 no. He he went back to the to the thing about 
you're trying to grab a girl up. It's all about getting girls. Because it's, because getting girls is an easy thing to explain to guys. Nice guy, who gives a shit? You want to work here? Clothes. So what do you bring to the table? Because the Zooey dish and look alike in the bookstore that she's been daydreaming about moisturizing her face for an hour every night and feels guilty when she eats anything other than salad for lunch. She's going to be a surgeon in 10 years. What do you do? What, so you're saying that I can't get girls like that unless I have a nice job and make lots of money? No, your, drain, your brain jumps to that conclusion so you have an excuse to write off everyone who rejects you by thinking that they're just being shallow and selfish. I'm asking what do you offer? Are you smart? Are you funny? Are you interesting? Are you talented? Are you ambitious? Are you creative? Okay, now what do you do to demonstrate those attributes to the world? Don't say you're a nice guy. That's the bare minimum. And being a nice person is the bare minimum of what you can do. I've always said that to people. uh, When when someone is just a problem and they're like, yeah, but he's a nice guy. I'm like, I know tons of nice nice guys. guys. It's not a rare (laughs) quality. It's not a commodity. Yeah. Yeah. I know lots of people who are cool. Like that's that's the one thing. But he's cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so everyone's it's pretty cool, cool. cool. Most people are pretty. <laughs> that's cool. Not a thing. You don't have to sell me on the cool part. I know plenty of cool people. Like I saw a homeless guy last night when I was going to do my spot in Baltimore carrying a sign that said "Too ugly to prostitute," and I was like, "Well, so am I." But that's why I took up working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't sympathize. And give you money, right? For that, pretty girls, pretty girls have guys being nice to them thirty six times a day. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the that's patient a fact. is bleeding in the street. Do you know how to operate or not? Which I thought that was a like that's. I try to tell young dudes that I'm like you gotta <laughs> you learn how to operate. This is not enough <laughs> right here. You know, nope. You hate yourself because you don't do anything, which is I don't like that one. I guess that goes back to the what if you stopped playing So guitar? what, you're saying that I should pick up a book on how to get girls only if step one of the book is start making yourself into the type of person girls want to be around. Is this shifted into getting girls? No, I, I understand exactly why he's why it's about the getting of the girls because that's an easy thing to relate. It's also an easy thing to translate out into other areas of your life. But I mean, this this, this article clearly is for men. It's for guys, yeah. It's heterosexual men. Because that's the step that just gives it's always how can I get a job, not how can I become the type of person employers want want it's how can i get pretty girls to like me instead of how can i become the type of person that pretty girls like that one turn of a phrase makes all the difference in what you're trying to do yeah. mean, how can i get a job to how can i become the type of person employers want what do you bring to the table right that's basically it so right all this about. stuff about helping or benefiting society and giving society things is I mean, I guess it's... Not getting your dick wet! (laughs) I mean, he's couching it because the article is titled Six Harsh Truths That Will Make You a Better Person. It's from 2012, actually. Number two, yeah, he reposted it. What you are inside only matters because of what it makes you do. But I think the underlying, which maybe he's not... We will know ye by your fruits. (laughs) (laughs) He's not saying it, but he's saying it, is that a lot of... And, you know, there's been comics to do bits about this. Chris Rock has had done bits about this, but... The underlying thing for men is becoming uh, attractive to women, you know, and that was Chris Rock's bit. Men don't drive nice cars because men drive nice cars because women like nice cars. Yeah, men live Chappelle in did a bit like that too. nice houses because you know that women whole women. idea. Yeah, women like. Uh, nice so this guy has now turned into this whole. You're not really. It's not really about benefiting society. Well, here's, it's about here's what it laid. becomes: though. being in the business. 
taking from society? Uh, what you are inside only matters because of what it makes you do. Being in the business I'm in, I know dozens of aspiring writers. They think of themselves as writers. They introduce themselves as writers at parties. They know that deep inside. They have the heart of a writer. The only thing they're missing is the minor final step where they actually right. fucking write things. Yeah. Now, uh, put comedian in place of writers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you want to roast? It's a lot of people we know. Go roast now, but really, but really, does that matter? Is writing things at all important when deciding who is and who is not truly a writer? For the love of God, yes, yeah, absolutely. To, you, in order to be a writer, you have to write. That's it. You know, and that's what he was saying here. In some ways, he didn't even say it's that you have to have thing published. <laughs> he didn't right. say that, or have to be a published author. Do you write stuff? Yeah. Are you writing? Look at Richie Alexander. He's writing all the time. Yeah, and publishing uh, it too. Writer, and he just got it, it published. He had stuff to be published because he's constantly writing. He's a writer. That's it. And he's a joke writer. Yeah. And he writes jokes all the time. They're in my head. I don't write them down like Jay-Z. Yeah. yeah. Jigga man. <laughs> I write jokes. You, yeah. You write jokes because it's what you do. You get up on stage and you tell jokes. Fuck yeah. The hangout's not, all, not, not really important to... To myself, I can't speak for Andy, but the hangout. Oh, at the mics and stuff. I enjoy the hangout. I enjoy hanging. I I said, but I, I would say I didn't say oh, enjoy. Yeah. I said all important. What's important right. is getting on the stage. Oh yeah, I got to get up on the stage. Depends on where you are in comedy. If you're new, I think the hangout can be more important than if you're if you've been at it longer because the hangout puts you. In a situation where you're talking to other comics, hopefully mm-hmm. that you have chemistry with, or you, you can figure out the ones you have chemistry with, you can riff with them. It makes you think comedically better. And, I agree with that. And you know, there 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 are comics, you know, that we know. They're like, I don't really have a crew that I hang with, and if they feel like that, it's detrimental to them. So the hangout benefits you in ways other than just having a drink. You right. know, it's the com- you know, I don't, I. When I was coming up countless times, someone would say, shit, who has a pen? You grab a napkin off the bar and write down what someone what you just said because a bit came out of that. Yeah. Or even a sketch idea mm-hmm. or a screenplay idea. All those things came from the hangout. If you just went home, you wouldn't have that. Right. You know? But how much would hanging out there suck a dick if you weren't doing good on stage? I would hate to hang out in front of a bunch of people. I didn't just bother me in front of. That would bother me. me. I wouldn't. Bomb, I wouldn't hang out guys in front are, of, because we all bombed. You hang out with so, other comics, and we couldn't wait for people to bomb. <laughs> right, but, but if it was like a regular thing, bombing, I would hate, 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 hate. Oh, if you were out. just always, you were that guy, just always around. Bombed. Yeah, and, 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 and I noticed this with people. Like, if there's somebody that's not doing as well, they're newer, or whatever, and then they're hanging. They're like just quiet. They feel more like they're hanging on. Like they're just sort of like on the periphery of the hang, so to mm-hmm. speak. You know, they're the least likely to interject. And it's sort of appropriate in a way. But on the other hand, I kind of feel bad for them. I'm like, mm. he says, don't get me wrong. Who you are inside is everything. The guy who built a house for his family from scratch did it because of who he was inside. Every bad thing you've ever done has started with a bad impulse. And some thought ricocheting around inside your skull until you had to act on it. Every good thing you've done is the same. Who you are inside is a metaphorical dirt from which your fruit grows. But here's what everyone needs to know and what many of you can't accept. You are nothing but the fruit. Nobody cares about your dirt. Who you are inside is merely society from what it produces for other people. That's back to Well, I've said that too. Well, when someone is mediocre as a comic and someone goes, but he works really hard. Like, yeah. Well, I don't like the product of his work. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> he I'm needs gonna, to work smarter too. Yeah. You don't get credit <laughs> because you put in work yeah. if the, if the results are bad so inside, you have great, you have great compassion for people inside. Great. Does that result in you doing anything about it? 
do you hear about some terrible child in your community and say, oh, these poor children, let them know that they're there in my thoughts because fuck you if so. Find out what you need to do and help. A hundred million people watched that Coney video, virtually all of whom kept those poor African children in their thoughts. What did the collective power of those good thoughts provide? Jack fucking What's shit. What's this writer doing? Children die every day because millions of us tell ourselves that caring is just as good as doing. That that I believe. You look at that with, let's talk about the VA, the guys in the VA for a second. I care about their troops. Do you? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of them getting fucked over by the VA right now. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Getting fucked over by the VA. You care so much about them. Why aren't you, why are we sending them off? What are you doing off? about it? Yeah, why are we sending them off? And everything inside you will fight improvement. The human mind is a miracle and you will never see it spring more beautiful in action than when it's fighting against evidence that it needs to change. Your psyche is equipped with layer after layer of defense mechanism designed to shoot down anything that might keep things from staying exactly where they are. Ask any addict. Yeah. Dee Dee, you want to chime in on oh, that Oh, yeah. <laughs> Your mind, understand this about it. It's 90% hardwired. To you want to sound familiar? Intentionally what? interpreting any criticism as an insult? Yep. Absolutely. Focusing on the messenger to avoid hearing the message. Of course. <laughs> it's you're focusing do, on the tone to avoid hearing the content. Listen, you're gonna do revising your own 90, history. Any of these yeah, Ninety percent <laughs> of what you did yesterday you're gonna do today. That's just a fact of people addicted or not addicted, yeah. but it's even more challenging for an addict because you need that ten percent to get in if you want to change a maladaptive pattern. And it don't matter how bad you want it. You got to apply it. So mm. if somebody tells you, "Hey, and he's there's not this talking thing, about girls, Andy," you know, yeah, this will come. He'll circle back. You got to act. Girls. You have to act your way into a new way of thinking. It's not enough to think your way into a new way no, of acting. Right, you could say, "Oh, I got all these ideas. How I'm going to change my problem?" You doing anything? Like, think about self help books and how many people buy those on the level of like even like comedy. How many people bought that comedy Bible? They took their workshop and then they never went to the stage. And it's amazing in this country how many people want to do anything but do the fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like, all you buy all these books, these things, you're not doing anything but making the writer rich yeah. a lot of times. He says, Remember, misery is comfortable. That's why so many people prefer yeah. happiness takes effort. It's like you say, you have to try to do the thing. Yep. It's painful. There's a fear involved with doing something new, fear of failure, fear of success. Hey, if I leave these old trappings of my misery alone, am I going to have the same people like cheer me on? Or are they going to say, oh, good, thank God well, he's about, out of my life and I don't have responsibility for Happiness takes anymore. effort and it takes courage because it's incredibly comforting to know that as long as you don't create anything in your life, then nobody can attack the thing you created. Yep. That's a big thing. A big thing of mine is that no one is critical of anybody else because everybody's afraid of somebody being critical of them. You ask somebody, hey, man, you like that joke? Unless yeah. it's a rape joke, then everybody's critical. Yeah. Hey, but stop there it. Are, but there are a lot of other jokes that just like, eh, that's, not, that's not any good. Yeah. <laughs> and people are like, no, no, it's 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 okay. Like He worked hard on it. You like that shit? <laughs> yeah. You like that shit? <laughs> you know, it's because you're afraid that somebody's going to No, say No one gets me, so I'm so. not going to even bother with this on yeah. stage or anything. They just don't appreciate my genius. So it's better left yeah. on, you know, adulterated, unperturbed yeah. by your opinion. Like I said, I thought it was an interesting, it was definitely an interesting article. You see it sparked conversation out of us and it kind of goes on and on and on. But those were the... Uh, I like it. Um, save. I don't have the money to take a cooking class. Then fucking Google how to cook. <laughs> then, and fuck know. up a few times. <laughs> yeah. Be ready. Who, who, wait, hold on. His are there people... Are there people who like... 
I don't know how to cook. I got to take a cooking class. Yes, my yeah. cousin. There's my cousin tons. Like, I mean, there's, there's so my many. My cousin wanted to be a chef. They all from at the Y. Well, not a chef. That's a different. There's there's so many levels before spending money on a cooking class. Oh, and listen, if you, you know got I mean? to the point of the cooking class, yeah. you know about yourself. Mm-hmm. I got to take a class for this yeah. shit. Well, yeah. that's the thing. You've, hopefully, you've tried, you know, just watch the Food Network at least or get a fucking recipe book, which is all the recipe book is, is following instructions. Like people are like, I can't. I can't cook like it just it tells you what to do. It's yeah, a step but, but, by step but how about this? It's not that easy. And I'll, you're talking about when you take a cooking class. You're talking about. I'm not talking about cooking the, class. The I'm talking about people that I can't cook. Some people say like literally, I burn everything. I can't like like how is that possible? That's possible. And I'll <laughs> tell you, possible. I'll tell you an example. Me, like I remember trying to learn to cook. This is about 2002. Granted, I was also in the throes of addiction and all that. Cooking. But I was like, oh yeah, I could take this up. Maybe this will be a positive thing to help me stop drinking as much. I had some richness. <laughs> I had a million of those dumb things. That food will soak up the alcohol. I got for Christmas, I asked for it, a Betty Crocker cooking basics book. And the first thing was like lasagna. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's pick these lasagna. And I followed all the instructions in the book. But then right. the one instruction they didn't put in because it's basic fucking common sense is you actually have to go and like boil the fucking noodles you're putting on top of the lasagna. And I put the goddamn oh. hard, long, stupid ass noodles in the fucking yeah, oven thinking they were going to be like that nice noodly texture. And it's ironic because all I knew how to fucking do was boil noodles like mac and cheese before I took on cooking. So the or one skill you had. So I, I, I eschewed it. <laughs> so low was my self-esteem. I was like, I'm a cooking moron. I'll let them teach me how. I'm going to follow this by the book. My way got me here, guys. You know, and right. then I fucking do it and I fuck it all up. And I was like, my mother's like, yeah, you're retarded. That's, that's <laughs> stupid. Like, what are you doing? You well, know? The, and well, that was O2. In this day and age, <laughs> it's even easier. You just go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You watch say. someone do it. Watch somebody yeah. do it. Well, and, and you'll just see them. do what they do. And then if if they have like like half thumbs up, half thumbs down, and you read the comments, they're like, you didn't even tell me to cook the pasta. You're like, okay, this guy sucks. I'm going to go different. There's a thousand YouTube lasagna chefs. You yeah, know. when I trained with Philippe, one of the things he did, he sent me emails, and it's just like ten links to YouTube exercises of what you need to do this week. Yeah, they got all that. Just How to do a do deadlift, it. a goblet squat, whatever. So what 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 became of the Betty Crocker book? Uh, I think I threw it out eventually. <laughs> I, I have one here if you want it. <laughs> nah, want to try again on that lasagna. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Petey's famous crunchy lasagna. Yeah. It's crispy, world famous. <laughs> yeah. Crispy lasagna. World famous Crispy's. Crispy style. Is that a thing? It is with Petey Steele. You know, al dente. He likes it al dente. Yeah. Where are we at? We're at hour 34. Let's bring bring this home. Hope you guys found some interest in that. I I found it interesting. Uh, We want to thank Petey for sitting in with us today. He'll be here with us on Thursday. We want to thank all you guys for coming in today. Be sure to uh, email us. We haven't heard much about the tip jar. Andy hasn't told me anything about it. There hasn't been much to tell. People also just quit slacking on your emails. Hit us. Let us know what's up. Rate us because you ain't emailing us. You ain't rating us on Stitcher and iTunes and everywhere else. So get get to get yeah. to rating. Come on, tell we're, a friend. We're trying to grow. We're trying to grow this prosperity and spread it across the nation. Yeah. Do your part. Yeah, do your part. Uh, anybody got anything coming? Um, on yeah, actually on June uh, I think nineteenth, I believe I'm at the cellar door. Nice. That's a great uh, headlining that room. I think, uh, yeah, it's the 19th. Cellar Door. I think it's a 7 o'clock show in Frederick, Maryland. Um, also in July, 
I got a couple things. I'm doing a show in Baltimore. Uh, Umar Khan. Have you done Umar Khan's? Uh, super comedy? No. I haven't been meaning done it. To. I'm doing I that. Get on him about uh, that. I don't have the info on exactly you know the details on that. But I'm also doing the improv DC Improv Five for Five show on July 27th. Cool. It is a stacked lineup. So come to that show as well. It's on the Improv's website. Five for Five on July 27th. Perfect. I have the DC Improv open mic June 9th coming up. That's really the next big thing. Um, you know, we'll do some more podcasting and get you guys back on again. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Because it's overdue and this is like my 21st time on this show. So, Oh, you're still counting? So I, I owe a lot of favors. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped counting a long time ago. Yeah, thank you. Thank July seventh is my show in Baltimore with Umar Khan. I will post details later because I don't have them. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I am at uh, the DC. Uh, I'm at the Magoobies in Baltimore uh, nice. with, D- with DC Benny. Um, oh shit! We will be hooking up with uh, Karen and Rod from the Black Eye Tips. Yep. Uh, this week, so you'll be hearing about that. It's going to be a joint and, podcast. Uh, I am at the DC Improv in July, but I'll let you guys know about that one. Okay. All right. And uh, that'll be in the lounge. I don't know if it's going to be one or two shows, but I'll let you They know. always add. Well, almost always add a yeah. second show. Mm-hmm. I will. All right. So you guys come on back on Thursday. We'll be here for you guys. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, we enjoy bringing it to you. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Petey Stu. And we have three guys on. We are out. Yeah.